Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey you guys, this is Misty with Lattes and Legends. And... I am recording this um, just a few minutes after, or a few hours after my last episode because I already had so many people tell me they wanted to hear a little bit more about Richmond, Virginia urban legends, so I'm calling this one RVA 2.0. I am not in the studio, I'm actually home now, and instead of having a coffee beverage, I'm having a Santa Fe Brewing Company beer. It's a pale ale. It's delicious and it feels like a million degrees outside so I decided I would talk about the monumental church urban legend um, it's more like a haunting and it all started from a fire or two so for the sources I went to our good trustworthy friend Wikipedia historicrichmond.com Richmond.com, GhostSoldiers.tv, and a great online magazine that I used to write for called QuailBellMagazine.com, and I'll actually cite an article that I wrote in there. Okay, guys, I'm really done plugging myself, I promise. I just like Richmond so much, and I just wrote a lot about it, so here goes nothing. Here's a little background on Monumental Church. It's located in the heart of Richmond. It's at 1224 East Broad Street. It was designed by Robert Mills. And it's one of the earliest and most distinctive Greek revival churches in the country. It's on the National Register of Historic Places and it is a National Historic Landmark. It was built as a church between 1812 and 1814. As the church, it was built to serve as a memorial to those who died in a tragic theater fire on December 26, 1811. It now serves as not only a church, but also a crypt for those who died there. Alright, 
so in 1786, this building was used as a place to hold conventions. I've also read that it was used as um, to serve as the capital when the capital was being built. So many conventions there held some very famous Americans, such as James Madison, John Marshall, James Monroe, and the ever-popular Patrick Henry, who has quite the stories in Richmond. So this convention center slash maybe capital was destroyed by a fire in 1802. Fire number one. Fire number two happened in 1811 when the monumental church was serving as, yes, you got it, a theater. There were 72 deaths in this theater, and at the time it was known as one of the worst urban disasters in America. So, let's get going with the story, shall we? So, on on December 26, 1811, there was a benefit for a man and his daughter. So, the theater had double-billed two different plays... Father or Family Feuds, and then one was called Agnes, or Raymond and Agnes, or The Bleeding Nun. Um, all the sources I say, or I've read, can't don't really give me much info on the full titles, but I think that doesn't really matter at this point. Um, so, the reason... They held this event on December 26th was um, because the benefit had originally been been scheduled for December 23rd, but I believe Edgar Allan Poe's mother had died, and there was a lot of snow and ice, and so this Christmas time benefit opened on the 26th. Um, the audience was filled with 598 people. It was completely sold out. Um, there was to be a pantomime show afterwards, and um, 80 children were present and 518 adults. So the fire began after the curtain fell following the first act of the first play. A chandelier was lifted toward the ceiling. But no one bothered to put out the candles, so a full-on lit chandelier, flaming, was um, pulled up. Well, the chandelier got tangled in cords of the curtain and different apparatus behind the stage, so you can imagine what happened. Everything nearby started to burn. There was a boy... I believe a teenager who was operating all of this all the cords and the chandelier and I guess he should have put out the candles but bothered not to when he saw what was happening he pretty much was like later and he ran out of the theater cool I wonder what happened to that guy and what's on what was on his conscience afterwards hmm. basically he was scared and just took off who would it be the rafters began to burn And the fire did stay hidden for just a few minutes from the audience because everything was backstage. Audience members started to smell the smoke and they started to see the flames. And people began to go 
cuckoo bananas. So they started jumping from the balcony because they were terrified. Everyone was in a panic. Well, the theater had many exits. There was a little-known side door that the people in the orchestra used, and there was um, the backstage people used that one too. Uh, the upper balcony had an exit, and it was really clear. But, you know, when people are panicking and there's a fire, people were pushed and people fell. And a lot of people, i.e. 72 of them, were unable to escape. So many people jumped out of the windows. Um, there was a lot of people that were assembled at the windows but were afraid to jump. The editor of the Rich- Richmond Standard was at the scene and he was urging people to jump out. He did help a lot of people out and he saved a lot of lives. There was another man there named Gilbert Hunt and he helped save the lives of a lot of people as well. Um, There's a biography about him and he actually was a former slave and he bought his freedom and he became a blacksmith and his shop was actually located near the theater. So, there was a doctor, Dr. James McCaw, who was attending the theater, and him and Gilbert Hunt saved the lives of over a dozen people. McCaw would lower them from the second story, and Hunt would work together with him to catch them. So Hunt also saved Dr. McCaw, and he jumped from a burning section of the wall, and he was able to fall onto him. There is a historical marker on the site for Gilbert Hunt, and there's a book entitled Gilbert Hunt, the City Blacksmith, that was published in his honor, which is awesome. Um, This book also helped provide him with financial assistance while he was an older man. All right, so December 27th, the Common Council commissioned a committee of investigation, which said that the theater company was responsible and they blamed the theater company for the inferior design and construction of the theater for this great loss of life. Hmm. All right, so let's talk about the people that did not make it. Of the 72 who died in the fire, 54 of them were women and 18 were men. I am unsure if any of those were children. I haven't really read that they were, so that's awesome. I'm glad no children, I'm glad the children got out, but it's still horrible that 72 people had to lose their lives. Anyway, so, um, among the victims were Virginia's governor, George Moon Smith, a former senator, Abraham B. Venable. The governor had tried to save his child from the burning fire, so I guess he saved the child and he also killed were Benjamin Botts and his wife. Botts had made a name for himself as a member of the defense in Aaron Burr's 1807 trial for treason. Um, Dr. Robert Greenhow, later the husband of a noted spy, Rose Greenhow, survived the fire along with his father. His mother was killed in the blaze. Another survivor was former Representative John G. Jackson, And George Tucker, who was the University of Virginia's first professor of moral philosophy, narrowly escaped with his life. And after being struck in the head by one of the rafters, he was left with a permanent scar. 
Um, there were a lot of people that were in the upper echelons of Richmond society um, in attendance on that night, and most of them were killed. Among the dead listed were Pages, Nelsons, Braxtons, and all the members of some of the first families of Virginia. So as you can tell, this event was going to raise a lot of money, and it clearly took a deadly toll. So, um, I wanted to share a little bit about um, the urban legend of this uh, theater. Alright, so this comes from QuailBailMagazine.com, and this is the living folklore of this church. Alright, so... um, the victims who lost their lives in the fire of 1811 are basically still buried in the church today. Their remains are now enclosed in beautiful mahogany boxes that were walled into the crypt of their church basement. You would think, with so many remains of the victims of the fires, there would definitely be legends and ghost stories. Well, guess what? There are. There have been quite a few ghost stories associated with the fire of 1811. Many church workers and paranormal experts have confessed to seeing and feeling eerie things at Monumental Church. There have been voices coming from the balcony of the church and unexplained noises, too. Many of the doors will slam shut without anyone being around them, and some of the doors will just open and close freely. Church workers have told stories of leaving their tools in one spot, only to have their tools disappear and reappear in a completely different spot. Some workers have heard heavy footsteps in the church and said that some of them were so scared they never came back to the church ever again. Caretakers have also mentioned that motion detectors have gone off at random times without a single person in sight. So after I looked all over the web, I found out that there was a paranormal team that was sent in and featured on goodreads.com. Um, I think they were on a show. I don't know what show. I don't watch television, so you guys will have to um, research that one for me. Um, but the team of experts explored the church, set up audio and video recorders. They came back with some audio of an unidentified woman saying, come up here. Ooh, yikes. Monumental Church is still open for tours and weddings. It does have a very creepy feel to it. It's a crypt, so it's gonna feel kinda weird. So, I did take a tour of Monumental Church because I believe that Christine's daughter and I touched on it in a book that we wrote when we were in Virginia. I'm not plugging, I'm not plugging, I'm not plugging. Um, and, you know, because it is a church, not only is it already hollowed ground, but it's also a crypt. The feeling that I remember getting from the church was not peaceful. Um, maybe it's the fact that I don't go to church, and so there was this weird, there's this weird feeling I get when I go to churches, like I'm a bad guy, which I don't how that stuff works. Maybe that's just something I put in my head. Um, but our tour guide was an older man. He definitely hmm, had a little creepiness to him, kind of like in the first pet cemetery, I think. 
I don't remember the man's name, but like the older man, um, he kind of felt like that, like the way the older man felt in Pet Cemetery, very southern, but also not very friendly, not too kind, definitely knew what he was talking about when it came to, um, when it came to that church. Uh, so anyway, that is a story of the Monumental Church of Richmond, Virginia. Um, I don't think I have too much else on that. Oh, actually I do. Here's a few more fun facts. So, Monumental Church was actually the first church in Richmond to, de- to establish a Sunday school program, and that was November 20th, 1870. Some famous people that went to this church, Chief Justice John Marshall, whose family was always on pew number 23. Edgar Allan Poe, whose foster parents, the Allens, were members and always occupied pew number 80. William Mayo, who I believe was a mayor or governor of Richmond. I don't really remember. Um, Who else? I think that's about it as far as I have. The Valentine Richmond History Center has a lot of information, and they, I believe they are part of the, the crew that does the tours. Um, so, we talked about the aftermath. So, um, the new Richmond Theater, the theater of the same name, was built in 1819, and it cost $40,000 to make. It was built of brick at the corner of H and 7th Street, and it had a very well-equipped stage, and they took all of the precautions um, and put in enough exits just in case they needed to get people out in any type of emergency situation. Um, So, yeah, that's about all I have on that church. Um, I'm glad that you guys really wanted to hear more about Richmond. Um, Like I said, I have so many more urban legends, um, but I think this one will be good until maybe tomorrow. Maybe I'll get bored and just decide to throw another episode up. We'll see. You know, you never know what happens when it comes to me and getting bored. So anyway, um, check us out on Facebook. I don't know why I say we, it's just me. Check me out, the podcast out on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and um, the website, still under construction, uh, lattesandlegends.com. Shirts will be coming soon, coffee mugs, um, magnets, stuff like that. And I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Thanks again for listening, and enjoy your your evening. Go have a beer. Go drink a nice latte. Enjoy a sunset. Talk to you guys soon. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 